Welcome to Her Drive Podcast, a female-focused interview series with women of the world discussing their road trips to success. I'm your host, Cindy Cramblett, a travel expert, business owner, and curious spirit with a knack for meeting fascinating women. Please join me as I hop in the passenger seat and chat with these ambitious women about what drives them, twists and turns, and those pedal-to-the-metal moments. Let's drive. Hello and welcome to Her Drive Podcast, everyone. I'm very excited for today's guest. Her name is Carla Sanchez. And like so many guests that I have on Her Drive, uh, I actually have met Carla and been able to actually do one of her um, healing modalities that she practices. And this is called family constellation work. I came across Carla through my therapist, actually, who had introduced me to the idea of healing through family systems, and she um, recommended Carla. So I'm very excited to share Carla's story with you all, to introduce you to her work. And yeah, just stay tuned because family constellations are unlike any healing modality I have ever heard of, done before. And I think that if you're open to it, they could really do some awesome work in your own life. So welcome Carla to her drive. Hi, Cynthia. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited. Me too. Well, it's such a pleasure. Um, So Carla, for those who aren't familiar with your work, can you explain what a family constellation is? Absolutely. I'm going to simplify it as much as I can, because it is truly a unique modality technique, and it is a gift to be able to experience it. I've always felt that words cannot do justice to what you actually experience when being in a family constellation, and it's a unique experience for everyone. It does have a lot to do with the level of consciousness and openness. I mean, that's a must that you have. In simple terms, it's a tool that helps us find the root cause of a conflict or a situation that we've been dealing with and we have not been able to resolve for ourselves. It could be anything from our relationship with our parents, our relationship with our kids, financial situation, emotions that we don't, we can't find the source of. Sometimes people are just sad for no apparent reason, or they have anxiety. Those are very common emotions, and they can't get to the root cause. So a family constellations helps us find that root cause and we're able to through some phrases and movements in the constellations we're able to bring it to a better resolution okay yeah i think that's a pretty good overview of my understanding and experience it's kind of a unique process so i understand how we kind of step into a field and we can, you can use resonators and whether it be other human beings, inanimate objects, animals, which all sounds kind of woo-woo to, <laughs> to a lot of people. But it's like once, you, once you're there and you, you experience it, it's like unquestionable that there's something that is happening um, to express what has happened within your family dynamics. And for me... Have not knowing anyone who was in the room and and facilitating for me, and then you is you kind of like guiding the the entire experience. Um, 
it was awesome and wild to see a flashlight basically on certain parts of my family dynamic that I knew a little bit about and had forgotten all about. And then having seen it right in front of me playing out, it connected the dots of like, oh my goodness. So not only energetically were things moving through other people and just like through the healing space, but also being able to visually observe it brought it almost into real time. So for for people who have no idea what I'm talking about, can you kind of walk us through the process of someone who shows up to do a family constellation? And what is the process from the time that they either choose to have a constellation for themselves or resignate for others? So the first thing is to decide whether you want to do an individual session or a group session. My personal recommendation and my personal preference is a group session. It definitely gives you so much more. And I also understand that there are people that are not comfortable sharing their personal situations in a group setting, which there's not a whole lot of that, but there is, you know, and there's information that's going to come up. So there are people that are not comfortable with that scenario. So there's always this option of an individual constellation, which I do by myself. Sometimes I have maybe one person helping me, but again, it's first of all, you have to decide whether you want an individual session or a group session. If they ask my preference, it would definitely be a group session. And let's, in this case, let's say we're going to do a group session. We can do between two people to up to 20 people, maybe even more. I mean, so the way it works is the person who's going to start with their conflict or with their issue, their situation comes to the front where I'm sitting and they, in very few words, tell me what is it that their conflict is and how they would like to see it resolved. I don't need very much details until until we actually get into the constellation and I need to ask starting questions. And I will most likely begin uh, asking questions. But at the very beginning, we need to be very concrete and just what the issue is and ideally how we how we would like it to see it resolved. The reason being is because many times we get into a story in our head about a situation. And we, when we do that, we're bringing in our own perception of the situation, our own judgment even of the situation. And through family constellations, we just want to see what the soul is actually uh, experiencing. Not only the soul of the client who has the conflict, but the soul or the energy of all those involved within that situation. So by minimizing our information, it allows us to let the people who will be representing, and I'll get to that in just a second, it allows us to let them just feel the energy and again, not go into their own perception or their own history, stories, and judgment of what the root cause or what the solution may be. So 
Again, I have the client come up. Let's say the client says, I want to resolve uh, or I want to improve my situation at work. Um, I can't get along with my boss and I would like to get that resolved. I would probably ask in a situation like that, do you want to stay at that job or do you want to leave? Let's say the person wants to stay. It's just the boss that he's not getting along or he or she. So in this case, I would ask the client to choose somebody to represent themselves and then somebody to represent the boss. And through that, just with that, we can start seeing where that root cause, seeing how that energy is, how the energy of the soul, the soul of the client, the soul of the boss, or maybe even the company, if needed, we can integrate the company or other uh, energies or other characters of this situation may be feeling. Again, a lot of information comes through, which I would not be able to even predict. I get amazed and surprised on every constellation, which is why I love it so much because it keeps blowing my mind. It keeps awing me about the beautiful work, the beauty of love, the, you know, how unpredictable it is and how it's something that I that we cannot absolutely that we cannot manipulate so again going back to this client has a situation with their boss i'll ask him to pick somebody to represent their themselves and somebody to represent their boss so within the group let's say we have 10 people in the group he's he or she is going to choose somebody within that same group to represent themselves and somebody to represent the boss. Those two people are going to stand up and are just going to allow themselves to feel, just let go of their head, let go of their fear, let go of their judgment, and just sink into their heart and just allow their information to flow through them. All we're doing is representing all we're doing is connecting to that energy that we're representing, embodying that energy. And the way we do that is by just allowing it to come through us, kind of like being a channel. You know, we're not in a trance. We're not, we don't stop being ourselves. We don't get, uh, <laughs> this is funny. We don't get possessed by anything. <laughs> uh, yeah. We just allow the energy to flow through us. And this allows us to be of service for others, which is also beautiful and is also a gift to us when representing. Because by doing this, you're also widening your perception of life, of situations. You're also releasing judgment. You're becoming more you're comprehending a situation from a different level of perspective, which is deeply healing. I think that's the number one healing of a constellation, the ability to be able to see things in a different perspective. 
And then on top of that, once we go to the root, we can say certain healing phrases, which are used in family constellations, in order to heal those relationships, in order to heal those past traumas, in order to heal even, you know, generations of the same pattern and the same emotions that have been carried on through maybe even up to seven generations before us. Um, again, it's most of the times is very emotional and you, people just by representing will be uh, experiencing not only love, but sadness, maybe sometimes rejection, anger, all kinds of emotions that may not have anything to do with the person itself but it has everything to do with that energy that they're representing hmm. so again it's it's as best as i can put it in words it's something that definitely has to be experienced in order to get the full the full benefits yeah i i think you're absolutely right i am a believer in these types of things so I knew prior to joining you that I, I was kind of predisposed to buying into it because I, I have, I think there's a lot of skeptics out there about energy work. And I tell everyone who's skeptical, I'm like, you just, you just have to try it. Like once you try it, whether it's a family constellation or even just something as simple as meditation for a few weeks daily, you know, it will absolutely shift your life. It's kind of like the power of prayer, whether as an individual or a group setting, there's an energetic shift that occurs. So anyway, whenever I was driving down to to your neck of Texas um, from Dallas to, to experience uh, my first constellation, I started to get really nervous because uh, I, I can't really explain exactly why but I think it was just the the unknown and then I had learned that all oh, things will just kind of come up you don't really know what's going to happen and um, then quickly like shifted my mindset around it and just accepted what will come is what it should what is what should um, so stepping into this space I was really excited because uh, you had had me um, resignate first before doing a constellation and for all the listeners it was such a powerful experience to resignate for someone else and to represent oops sorry that's my gratitude alarm <laughs> every day at 333 um so i'm sorry everyone, i'm gonna interrupt this every day at 333 i say three things that i'm grateful for um so that was my alarm so i'm really grateful to have carla here on her drive podcast <laughs> thank you I'm super grateful um, to even have her drive as a, a mission and a purpose for me. It connects me with such amazing people with, who inspire me to just keep living a, a more interesting and driven life. And I'm also just really grateful for all the beautiful souls out there who listen to her drive and, you know, share your feedback. So thank you all very, very much. Those are my threes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but anyway, going back to, to resignating, um, so I was representing some, someone's father and um, in resignating for, in, as a man, I automatically felt this energy that wasn't mine. And at first I tried to resist it, but I had known based on what Carla had said to me, and then also what um, my research had sh told me was just accept the energy that's there. No, it's not going to harm you, but like you need to fully embody it in order to allow 
the constellation to be as powerful as it should be or could be. And I had this strong feeling, everybody, just like lay down in child's pose. I was just felt so overwhelmed with that. And I just felt so childlike in my energy. And the way that the constellation played out for this other person totally made sense as to why that's what the energy was for me. Um, so yeah, it's like, and I can't explain it other than it wasn't my own. It really wasn't my own energy. So then going through that, that process and, and there was four generations that we worked through. Um, it was really cool to watch the varying phrases that you used to kind of like heal that, that, that hurt that had occurred and watch everyone kind of ease up. And there were moments where I was just crying and I couldn't stop crying. And I thought we were close to the constellation being over, but I still didn't feel like things were completely healed for me um, or fully expressed for the person I was resonating for. Um, so with Carla's leadership, we were able to like work through that. And I think it was so amazing. Um, so yeah, like it, it resonating, I can see how it can, I kind of connects you with other people's energy and their humanity and how there's so many of us that have very similar hurts or other people's hurt that has impacted us like that, that we're resonating for. So it's, it makes sense from a connectedness, um, level. Um, and then when we did my constellation, um, uh, there was someone who I selected, um, who was this big, tall, like man. And it was so weird to watch somebody represent me. That was so opposite of my physique. <laughs> and he totally embodied the energy that I had around this very specific hurt. And it was amazing to watch him go from this like anxious, heavy state towards the end of the constellation, feeling so delighted and like looking at this vase of flowers that basically represented my life. And it was weird because I was sitting there just kind of watching everything unfold. And the energy and the thoughts that I were having was exactly what Tim was expressing. And like seeing the glee on his face while looking at this vase of flowers, which is my life and like how great my life truly is actually today, not even like in the future, but today it's really wonderful. Um, it was awesome. It was just so much like my life. And then Carla, you had said that it takes some time for things to shift uh, post the constellation and to not really share with anyone for the next couple of weeks and, and just to be prepared for some shifts to happen. And I saw that within a few days. Um, and I don't mind getting personal with my listeners. This constellation was predominantly around a father wound and um, him not really him being a present, but not emotionally available person in my life. And I found this uh, photograph, so weird, that in uh, the bottom of this box, and I was going through some things in my, in my apartment, and it was a photo of him as my t-ball coach uh, way, way when I was like four years old, five years old. And when I, when I saw that image, I picked it up, and I was just like, I started crying, and I'm like looking at my dad, who looked very happy, and then like this little girl that was there. And th it was one of the very few memories that I have of my dad being like there as like a real dad. and then. Well, I kept digging through that box and I found another photo for from when I graduated from university. And it was another period in my life where he showed up like a father. It was so wild to see those two things. And then quickly thereafter, graduating from college, he um, kind of dissipated from my life. And it was not, and that was a period where I had to accept that he didn't want to be in my life. 
and I had to let him go and just accept who he was. Um, so it was this really cool full circle moment that allowed me to, again, like release the idea that my father would ever really be there. And now having done the constellation, I had a much clearer image of why he kind of disappeared from our lives emotionally. Um, and then it also since then has really helped me allow people who want to be in my life to be here. And when people don't show up fully to either step into my throat chakra with my heart and my head connected and speaking my heart and being clear with my mind while I'm expressing it, like expressing that they're not showing up the right way and letting them know what I want and what I need. And then if they can't saying you can't be in my life anymore. And then the other thing, which is even more powerful was I'm now able to just be so accepting of people who are like, who leave my life. And I actually pray to that now. Like it's almost like the, the prayer of protection for me, but it's like allow those who are meant to be in my life to be here in a positive way if possible. If it's a negative thing, allow me to learn the lesson and let them release quickly. And I really think it has to do with the constellation and my amazing therapist combined. But definitely the constellation was such a quick, it was just such a quick shift that's undeniable that not just the energetic work that happened within the time that I was with you all, but quickly thereafter. So I'm a firm believer. I think everyone should do constellation work. Um, so, so fascinating. Oh my God, where do I even begin? I got so many chills while you were talking. It was so beautiful. I just felt so much love and gratitude for your experience. Yes, it's absolutely beautiful to be able to experience from the outside, like step out of the box where we live, step out of our mind and see somebody else that we've never met before that has very little information about our situation and see them play out our truest, deepest emotions that we, we may not even talk about. And not only ours, but our mothers or fathers or ancestors. I mean, it's absolutely amazing. That's why I never get tired of talking about family constellations or doing family constellations. I'm very, very passionate about it. I know for a fact that it's my life's purpose. Mm -hmm. And uh, on top of that, all those gifts to be able to make such big shifts, as you mentioned, in such a short amount of time. Like it's really a very, I mean, a constellation, if it's an individual session, I, I generally, generally give the client at least an hour because we go in a little deeper, but if it's a group session, and again, depending on how many participants there are that want to do a constellation, because we go through various constellations in one session, Normally a constellation can be anywhere from 10 minutes to maybe even up to 30 minutes for an individual constellation, but it's such a shift. It's such, and it's a shift, not only in that moment, it's a release of emotions of energy, not only for yourself as the client, but also for those who, be, who came before you, who dealt with the same emotion or the same wound but also for your children if you have them or if you ever plan on having them. 
because they won't have to experience that same pattern, that same situation anymore because you have healed it, not only for those who came before you, but also for those who are coming after you or will come after you. So that kind of touches on um, something you said earlier that we can work up to seven generations prior. So what the reason for seven why not more or or less is it something to do with the bible or religion absolutely so yes it's kind of like how it's said in the bible your children will pay for it up to the seventh generation um and i have heard that of facilitators who have worked with even more generations more than seven In my experience, because I've seen so many other facilitators, and at least that's what I create for myself, I will never, uh, I will never have a constellation or a situation that I am not ready to facilitate or to flow through. So I have not personally had a constellation where it's more than seven generations, or not where I've had to find out whether it was more than seven generations, because that's the other thing. A lot of the information, you don't have to know all the details. You just need to know the necessary, the system, the constellation, the energy, the field. It's only going to give you that information that you need for your highest good. And those, uh, and those are the ones involved in it, but you want, so for example, a lot, there's a lot of secrets within our family systems, things that were never talked about. There's, you know, abuse, there's uh, murders, there's uh, people who stole money, people who embezzled, people who did a lot of wrong things that were never talked about. All of those things can come up in a constellation. And at the same time, you can still do the work even if the secret doesn't necessarily um, come out as you might have wanted to out of curiosity. So basically, if you need to know it for your highest good, the information will come up. But it's not necessary to know certain things or find out certain secrets. We can still do the work. We can still heal multiple generations uh without necessarily knowing how far back we're going it's so fascinating that that you say that and um just wonder out of curiosity what is the if you can share like the wildest thing that's been revealed um like i said i think again i think that I see things in a different perspective. The more you do it, the less you surprise yourself with stuff. Like the less, in a loving way, the less judgment you have, you know, the more understanding you have, even for the, that's another uh, order of love, which uh, from Bert Hunger, the, the the founder of this technique, which is, uh i lost it <laughs> my brain froze um 
what was the question? <laughs> because I have to go oh, back. I mean, your answer is so beautiful, but I was asking, like, what was the wildest thing that, that has shown up for you? Um, and yeah. Oh, yes. Victim and uh, perpetrator and victim. That's where, <laughs> that's where I was headed. Um, so Bert Hellinger, the founder of Family Constellation, explains that everybody belongs, that no matter what they've done, everything is done out of love, out of the unconscious uh, mind and out of love. So even the perpetrator is doing what we may um, see as something bad out of love or out of the need to belong or out of the need to balance the energy within the family system. So, for example, if somebody was killed within my family system, that means that probably somebody within my family system before me or before that person who was murdered, somebody else had already killed somebody else. Does that make sense? Kind of like balancing out or as other people would say, karma, but that word is not really used in family constellations, but just kind of to give you an understanding. So my yeah. point uh-huh. So my point with that is the more I've done constellations, the less I uh, I seem to, I guess, amaze myself uh, or judge, you know, situations. I see the immense love that we all have, that we all are. But as I'm saying this, one constellation that was very uh impactful for me that is coming up so it must be coming up for a reason um i represented a 12 year old boy that had killed his little brother by accident with a gun um and to be in that energy i mean i cannot even explain to you how painful that was to be in the energy of somebody that by accident kill their own brother at 12 years old you know being a child not being a responsible adult of course and the the pain that went through all the members of the family but especially the parents of those two kids because you know one of your child kill the other, another one of your child, uh, children. So that was very, very powerful for me to represent. And again, at the end of the constellation, it was just, it was beautiful. The other child that, that was represented by somebody else, the one that had died, came to me with so much love as I was representing the 12-year-old boy who had killed him. And told me that that it was perfect, that it had happened the way it was meant to happen, that it was, you know, not my fault, quote unquote, as being the child that I was representing. Um, and it was just a beautiful healing love. That's the best way I can describe it. Um, 
but there's a lot of uh, abuse. There's a lot of miscarriages. There's a lot of abortions. There's a lot of uh, betrayal within the same family system that happens within. There's a lot of rejections or abandonment from our own parents. And the thing that we don't come to understand until we become more conscious is that we project our life through those wounds, mm. you know, through our mother, father wounds, through our abandonment, through our rejection or lack of acceptance that we felt as children. And we go through life creating that for ourselves on and on and on mm. until we become aware and we heal that wound. Yeah. I think what's most beautiful, well, there's so many things that are beautiful about it, but it's being able to see it. I've always been really introspective, extremely. Um, But to be able to see where other people are in your life, like where your parents were, your grandparents were, it allows you to, or at least for me, it allowed me to be, see the humanity in them even more and further accept who they are and or were. Um, and love them deeper, despite, you know, what had treatments that had happened. And in my particular constellation, I didn't have any idea that I was carrying emotions that were truly my mom's and not that she placed them on me, but I took them for her. And that's where my anxiety came from and other things that drive me. So the next time I do a constellation, I I may want to focus on um, stuff with my mom. You know, I look at her like she's such an angel and this wonderful person. That's truly how I see her. Um, but to witness how my father's treatment of her really caused a lot of pain and stress and things was really fascinating. I mean, I knew those things were there, but I didn't know how much I was impacted by her energy. I thought it was more so just his directly. Um, but it's fascinating. You mentioned Bert Hellinger. Can you briefly touch on who he is, was, and how he um, created this work? Absolutely. Yes. Uh, He's my guru for family constellations. He's the founder. Um, He was a German psychotherapist. He studied uh, philosophy and theology when he was becoming a priest in Germany. He then was sent to South Africa as a missionary. And he was there for about 16 years. While there, he participated in various trainings and in group dynamics that became the groundwork for his leaving the priesthood. These trainings that he was involved in were recognizing what is essential out of all diversity present without intention, without fear, without preconceptions, kind of what we were talking about, and relying purely on what it appears. So again, I guess this is so this is so uh, important because it's kind of like what what I just said. When coming to a constellation, we don't want to get into our own perceptions. And this was the foundation of this groups in South Africa. So when he was there, he was deeply impressed by the way their methods methods showed it was possible for opposites to become reconciled through mutual respect. So the steep wounds were able to be healed through this dynamics uh, and this exercises or 
So later he left Germany again. So he was in South Africa for 16 years, went back to Germany. He left Germany for a second time and traveled here to the U.S. to tra be trained by a gentleman, uh, an American psychologist named Arthur Jano. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing it right, but he was a psychologist, a psychotherapist, and a writer. Um, there he gained uh, notability as the creative of primal therapy, a treatment for a mental illness that involves repeatedly descending into feeling and experiencing long repressed childhood pain. So again, this was, you know, how he added all the, you know, what he learned in South Africa. And then he put it together with this other primal therapy. And after this, Still, while in the U.S., one of his most important influences was Eric Byrne and transactional analysis. Eric Byrne was a psychiatrist who created the theory of transactional analysis as a way of explaining human behavior. So he put all of this together and he created family constellations. That's why some people may even not recognize him as the creator of it because there were other like tribes in Africa doing this kind of work, but he kind of put everything together and he created this family constellations. And not only did he put it all together and he created this, but he brought it out to the world. Basically he, it's not very well known in the U S Cynthia, but Mexico, Spain, of course, Germany, even Asia, because uh, Bert Hellinger's wife is still lives and she does trainings in Germany and she does trainings online. When I've done her trainings online, there's so many people from Asia in her trainings. Um, Mexico, it's very, very popular. Uh, Costa Rica. So again, a lot of uh, other countries, it's a well-known uh therapy tool it's here in the u.s that it's not so well known <laughs> but it's growing in popularity i think yes yes yes, yes. it's going to um expand the more people hear about your work and um other facilitators for Absolutely. sure so how did I mean, you are a Reiki master? You're um like a wellness coach a life a life coach i believe as well but how what happened in your life? Can you kind of dial it back to that led you through you, whatever story you want to tell, like the genesis of who you were and then how you got into where you are now? Wow. Uh, where do I begin with that? I, I think we had briefly talked about it before, but let's say about approximately 10 years ago, I was hitting my rock bottom. I had my breaking point. I was a single mom. I had a six-year-old and a one-year-old, and I've had a lot of wounds with my relationship with my mom, and I never met my father, so that was something that I was very upset at with her, especially with her because she could not 
uh, tell me who my father was and you know I struggled and I felt life was so unfair because I was such a good person and all this bad things happened to me and you know I was such a good woman and I ended up with <laughs> really crappy relationships <laughs> and of course I was a victim of my novella <laughs> you know what a novella is of my soap opera <laughs> And I was, I mean, I'm laughing about it right now, but it, I was devastated. I wanted to die. Cynthia, I really wanted to commit suicide. The only reason I did not commit suicide was because of my children. I could not bear the thought of leaving them behind. But I was in a very, very bad place. So... I knew I couldn't, you know, clock out because of them. And thank God, again, it was my rock bottom and it was what I needed because from there I've only gone up and up and up. And I'm so grateful for every experience I've had in this life because every single experience I've had has brought me to where I am today. In every single experience. I wouldn't change a thing. I really wouldn't because I understand now that it was all part of this perfect synchronicity of this perfect puzzle. And I'm excited for what's to come still. But I started with meditation. I started exercising. I, I was reading books. I was not financially stable. So books luckily are pretty cheap. <laughs> You can find a lot of information now online for free. It's, I think the main ingredient or the main key is to be willing. And most people or many people, I'm not going to say most people, but many people just, I guess they haven't hit that breaking point. I guess they haven't hit that rock bottom. So when you have, you don't have a, you know, that reason to change, maybe you're just too comfortable and it's easier to blame God or the world or your parents or somebody else for all our misfortunes. But luckily for me, I found a lot of information, not only online, but in books, through meditation. It was not one thing. It was definitely not one thing. It was a multitude of things that keep bringing me higher and higher. And I don't necessarily think that it's, it ends. I think that the more you grow, the more you keep learning and the more you keep evolving, but you definitely have to be willing because it's not easy. Luckily, I am the happiest I've ever been. Actually, not luckily, I've worked very hard for it. Uh, I've created the life I have and I'm very proud of it because I love every bit of it and it's not uh, it's not perfect nor do I expect it to be because I believe that if it were perfect then there would be no more room for growth so maybe I would not longer be here <laughs> so I'm definitely grateful again for everything I've experienced it has not been easy and the way I came to Family Constellations was, you know, through that journey. Because, it, again, it was not one thing. It was a multitude 
of teachers, of mentors that inspired me to be better, that made me aware that I was in control of my life, that all the things that were happening, they weren't happening to me. They were happening because of me. So that definitely gave me my power back or I took my power back and I recognized that I was responsible for my life and not the victim of it, which is a huge, huge shift. <laughs> it totally is a huge shift, but uh, I've gone through that same journey. And I, I sometimes I feel like a victim, but it doesn't take me more than a minute or two to realize what's going on typically. Um, but to be self-empowered and to understand that growth can be very painful, but it's so illuminating to look at the pain and the hurt and our own behaviors and what roles we play and understand, like you said, you've created this life and you work really hard for it. Um, to know that we, we do create our lives and whatever it is that we're in right now, we created it or we chose it for the most part. Um, so thank you very much for sharing that with me. Um, one last question, I think this is my favorite one to ask. Um, but if you could go back in time and give a younger you some words of advice, how old would you be? And what would you say? I would probably be 11 because that's a very special number for me. It's my life pat number for those of you who understand a little bit about numerology. Um, when I was 11, we moved from Mexico to the U S and that was a huge, huge shift for me. And so many levels, I went through a lot of pain because of my parents' divorce. I went through a lot of bullying while I was in, uh, middle school and I was, you know, really hurting because I was away from everything I knew. Uh, my family, my friends, my culture, my language. It was a very defining moment for me. And if I had to give myself any advice at that age, it would be you're worth it and everything is everything is happening the way it's supposed to be happening. Just trust. I mean, I think I continually tell myself that every day, everything is working out for me, even when I cannot yet understand it. So if I could have known that at 11 <laughs> and know that I just had to trust that everything was working out for me, I think I would have let go of trying to control so many things and probably like, I would have let go of so much anger and pain I had. Yeah. Yep. That's super beautiful advice. And I think that we, <laughs> we could all use a dose of that. Um, <laughs> so thank you very much. Thank Carla, you. this has been super beautiful and enlightening. And I truly hope that everybody listening really dives into family constellations and um, finds a way to, to do one. Um, or many, as I hope to do. So Carla, for everyone who's listening, where can they find you online? Um, at I am love for 11. So and that's for Instagram, that's for Facebook. And 
And for my personal email is love, L-O-V-E, at carla-sanchez.com. K-A-R-L-A-S-A-N-C-H-E-Z.com. Wonderful. Well, thank you very much. And I will be sure to um, link to your various um, platforms in the show notes. But thank you so much, Carla. It's been amazing talking to you. Thank you so much, Cynthia. I'm very grateful for this. Thanks for listening to Her Drive with Cindy Cramblett. If you want to know more about today's guest or know a fascinating woman you'd love for me to interview, please see the show notes, visit Instagram or her-drive.com. And please, 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 if you love the show, leave a review on iTunes. Thanks for riding along and subscribe to join our next woman and her drive to success.